That was the movie Welcome of the back. summer last year. That was the movie of the summer last year. That was a if great you know, movie. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the, the Suicide Squad from last summer. That's not what we're talking about on this episode. You probably know what we're talking about based on the title, but we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, The Suicide Squad was very funny. That was a movie of the summer. That was a superhero movie. That was very refreshing. Yeah. Um, it was not rated anymore. R, though. It was rated R, and I don't know. It's kind of hard to get. It's. I feel it will. DC know, doesn't really care as much anymore, I don't think. No, I don't think they do. Especially I think they're like, finding more success in it now. Yeah, DC finds like the darker movies. Like, dude, I just think about the Batman Like when I was leaving. And like you see kids walking into theater dressed up like Batman, you're like, oh my god, you, those kids are bored. They're gonna, have, they're gonna have, yeah, they're gonna be bored and they're gonna have nightmares. Oh, they're gonna get bored just sitting there watching a detective film. Like, I don't. know, When I was a kid, I'd rather watch fight scenes and everything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't want to watch plot. Don't want to watch. I wouldn't want to watch Robert Pattinson sit in some abandoned train station listening to Nirvana. Yeah, exactly. Start those kids young. Yeah, but I don't know. DC's had some real refreshing movies come out recently. Um, Marvel, not so much. Yeah. So if you saw the title, obviously you're here to listen to us talk about Thor 4. And we were on record i was on record saying how excited i was for this movie how the trailer looked refreshing and how it was going to be a char- like a dive into thor's character and like where he was he was in the midlife crisis like florida state thor he's like which it does it is for like 5 but minutes i think for the whole movie but it just doesn't do it well in my opinion no um, the movie got in its own way i think yeah, I do. I really wanted to love. I feel like I've been saying that a lot recently. I really wanted to love and then insert property name. Um, because you and I, I, were I had some that. hesitations going into this, just because I, Taika Waititi has a very like formulaic thing going on now, and he's very comedic driven, which I don't have an issue with. I wish they just would have committed to making this movie a comedy then, instead of trying to like involve deep theme. This is spoilers, by the way. So I mean, spoiler for your view, meh. All right, spoilers. Um, <laughs> that is what you texted me after you got out of the theater. You just sent me a message that just said meh. I was like, great. I go see this yeah. tomorrow. I, like, I mean, I might be harsh and everything, but like, Taikwatiti's got a. I'm, I'm not saying he's a bad director or anything, but it's just it's he he struggles with balance sometimes for me. Like I enjoyed the lighthearted bits in Jojo Rabbit, but like I, I also really like Jojo Rabbit. I think he balanced it very well in that, and I think Thor yeah. Ragnarok balances it better. I think this just doesn't balance it at all. Yeah, I I, I would agree. I'd say Jojo Rabbit's a perfect balance of like comedy and drama. Thor Ragnarok leans a little more on the comedy side. It's a little silly, but like, dude, Thor, this Love and Thunder was like off of the deep end. Like the issue I had with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is the same issue I had with this movie. It's just like, let's like, okay, we get it. These are funny characters. Let's just like pump the brakes on the number of jokes we're telling per minute. Yeah. 
I kind of stand the Guardians more just because they're such goofy, wacky characters. Thor's been so established for a while where it's like... It's kind of a bummer because I think we've seen the best character arc of Thor in Infinity War and now we're not going to get... Like, Infinity War was like peak Thor, in my opinion. Well, and here's the deal. I think we could have seen that with this, but like it was just so distracted from by like every single joke we saw. all All of Chris Hemsworth's lines were like jokes and like that's why like point and then when it got serious i'm like and like they were making jokes during serious parts and i'm like stop like just like i I want like you need to like let this like sit and like let us marinate this and it got hit to the point where like it was serious i'm sitting there i'm like waiting for like someone to throw a a punchline in i'm like i was waiting like it's like okay when's 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 the punchline coming because this is where they normally throw it in I like it tackles deep like themes and metaphors with like having cancer and how you sort of like the lengths you would go to to sort of not have to deal with cancer anymore and like why connection yeah the movie Jane Jane Fox. Foster Jane not Foster's Thor. cancer yeah yeah well the mighty Thor but Thor. you have like the extent of that and then you have like the people longing for companionship and like not wanting to be alone and wanting to feel human and emotion. And you sort of have that like tug and pull sort of as, as it goes on, but it's just like all jokes. And it's like, you can't really like letting these things like sit and like really get deep. And then when you have serious stuff with like Gore, the God butcher with Christian Bale, who's the best part of the movie, but oh God, he's not on. in the movie enough. And he's not really doing a whole lot of God butchering because he kills I've been seeing the God that he killed at the beginning of the movie. It's like, I know the actor's name. Give me just a minute to find him. I'm going to call him. I know in Spider-Man too. God, he was the, that was some of the worst bunch of CGI I had ever seen. It looked like a video game. Yeah. This was like pretty bad. Paul Giamatti. That's what it was. Paul Giamatti was in the movie. And I was like, what? (laughs) Uh, It was just like, I mean, uh, I was just, (laughs) <laughs> yeah the effects just really look the color okay so this is weird like the cgi and everything looks bad but the color and everything like the color when thor was fighting like on that first planet was Very cool, cool. like yeah. the like the sort of visuals that were going on there was cool but then that was the end of it and then the black and white when they're fighting in like the shadow Necro- realm. shadow realm that was pretty cool and i we're gonna get to that in a minute because i have an issue with that whole unraveling like the pacing of this movie kind of is very it, it's I, i'm all for like shorter superhero movies being two hours and everything but like they're trying to do way too much in such a short amount of time where it's just like slow down like either slow down and cut things out or just make the movie longer and did you hear that there is like a longer version of this and it's just more jokes oh God, i don't want to see it yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't, and Taiko T even said, he's like, I am not ever planning on trying to get that released. No. And but, like, I mean, at least he's in, like, he, he knows. Yeah, he's self-aware. I don't remember where I was going earlier when I was talking about it, but yeah, it's just, oh, Gore, Gore the God Butcher, yeah, Christian Bale, easily the best part of the movie. But we only see him kill one God, and then the rest is like a slideshow presentation of just like, here yeah. are the gods that he's killed, and it's like, come on. That would have been really cool to see instead of listening to all of the jokes. And, oh, God, man, I was so excited for Fat Russell Crowe. 
I didn't really care for him in this movie either. He was he was funny at first, and then it kept going and going and going and going and going and going and going. It's like stop, stop. <laughs> and here's the thing: like I appreciate, like there's, like I said, there's so many good metaphors and just themes that like they represent in this, like where Zeus is like the king of all gods, and he's supposed to represent like the gluttony and the ignorance and the negligence that like the gods have to what's happening right now. And they're dying and they're like, we don't care. We only care about ourselves. Like the egotistical, like you, like, they, they tackle like, and this is not, I didn't, I forgot to mention it, but they tackle like worshiping gods and faith and how, I mean, it's, it can be a slippery slope, but like sometimes you don't get what like you're anticipating for. Like when like you're worshiping no. a God, like no, sometimes no. your gods fail you. Like that's sort of kind of a message that I like had taken away from portions of that. Like they worship their gods. Like well, you see with Christian Bale. Well, what does Paul Giamatti say at the beginning of the movie? He's like, "Oh, you're just here for like to to please me or whatever." It's like there'll be more of you. You'll die. Yeah, yeah. you'll die. There's nothing. Just you're, you'll die. I'll get more. There's one God, but like there'll be plenty of my followers and my people that like worship me. And it's like kind of a rip on religions nowadays. People just like worshiping gods they can't see just like for the hope and like it's really deep and they kind of they don't really the the first part isn't really a joke with gore and that's when you're like wow this is deep Mm -hmm. he kills him and he's like oh gods must die and you're like wow this guy means business yeah which i again like i think that that's one of the things that i wanted to talk about and i think that's the deepest theme in the movie is how like your gods can fail you and people devote their lives to them and still they're let down by them. And I, I, it's just kind of glossed over. I also wish that they like did a comic accurate version of what Gore looked like. Nah, I was cool with what it, I was. I, I saw what non-comic accurate Gore looks like. And I, here's a, I would have been, I was like, they, they would have needed CGI to do this. And I already piss and moan enough about the CGI and the MCU. I was okay with what they did. They I don't care. No, nah, they could have done it with effects. They could have made them look like Voldemort. Yeah, but then it would have just been Voldemort and the MCU. And then people would be like, yeah, it's Voldemort. I I don't know. I saw I saw him as Christian Bale. Like when I saw Gore come on screen, I was like, that's Christian Bale. Like I wasn't like, that's the character Gore. And here's the deal. I'm okay. I don't know Gore. I, you you probably know Gore much better than I do. Even though I, I know that's the thing. I don't though. I'm, but I'm okay with it. It's like he was a great character. He's easily top three marvel villain although i feel like nah. if you're a good villain he's not a top three marvel villain he's probably top five we just talked about this uh yeah i said thanos zemo and then potentially loki when he still was a villain yeah no see when loki was still a villain he just like it's like nah i'm evil <laughs> that was he that's what he was when he was a villain he loki only became interesting like honestly Thor Ragnarok is when Loki kind of became interesting. Yeah. Killmonger is a good villain too. I don't know. I'd have to sit and think. Well, yeah. Like, okay. Killmonger. I buy his, I I buy him. I really like, I take Loki out. I'd say Gore and Killmonger, like kind of tied. Yeah. Zemo's. They're they're both, they're both three. Zemo's number two. Toppling an empire from within, I think is just one of the coldest lines. Yeah. That was, that sucks. That was a cold line. Not as cold as some of the lines in the Secret Wars comic run, but... 
yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute too. But yeah, well, more like a couple thirty minutes. But yeah, I it's I I don't know. Some I just saw Christian Bale as Gore. I saw Gore as Christian Bale, I should say, and like I was just like, eh, I wish that they would have. They don't do a lot of like effects and makeup that well anymore at Marvel. Like it's just like CGI them or like put them in a costume. Like they don't do like makeup and effects really anymore. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. But like, I haven't like when in like, I think of Thanos, like you kind of need to do CGI and they did a really good job with him. They did. Yeah. But with other characters that they could do effects, like I feel like with Gore, like you could have put him in makeup and everything, but I don't know. That's just a little nitpick of me that doesn't deter from the movie at all. In my opinion, because Christian Bale still is great in the movie and his character is phenomenal. He acted his keister off in this movie, like whole. Yeah, when he was like movie. laughing and everything, and he was going crazy in front of the kids, I was like, "Yes, Jesus!" When he just comes out of that, when he comes out of like the the ba- like the darkness, and you see him smiling in his eyes, and he's just laughing. He's like, "Ha ha ha!" You're like, like Thor oh. is coming. He's like, "I'm counting on it." Yeah, dude, those poor kids. Wait, did you see the thing Taika said? He's like, um, he's like, so all the kids. He's like, oh. We just have my kids in the movie, Chris's yeah. kids, Natalie's kids, Tessa's kids. It's cheap labor. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see the other thing he said, too? He's talking with Natalie Portman. She's like, so what are you doing next after this? He's like, going to make a Star Wars movie. He's, and then he asked, he's like, do you want to be in a Star Wars movie? And she was like, "Um, I've been in a Star Wars movie before. And all the Star Wars fans were like, how is he going to direct a Star Wars movie if he doesn't even know that she was in one? And I was like, oh, my God, calm down. He wow. like made a mishap. I do have questions about what he would do with Star Wars if when he's not under the watch. Captain check. And when he's not, I mean, like, not that I'm saying he'd do a bad job, but like. I don't want to see this in a. I don't want to see Star Wars this joke. Like Star Wars is silly and goofy, like just oh, by nature. Not it's, like it, this. No, but not exactly. But it's not like this. Like this is too much. Like this is way too much. Even like one percent of this would be too much for Star Wars. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I I, don't, I guess I'd have to see what like direction it would be taken, and because we're kind of eating our words now. We're like we hate when studios interfere too much with movies, but we want directors to have their own vision, but this is a clear example in my opinion of a director having too much creative freedom and like their own vision where in my opinion, it bogs the movie down. Well, the issue is like, it's not a bad thing when studios intervene. If you have competent people running the studio, like Dave Filoni and John Favreau studio, I would call them studio intervention at points. If they're coming in and saying, you need to keep this on track. That's good studio intervention. Yeah. But like, I don't know, but I don't know. Going back to the story, it's it's kind of boring at points too in my opinion i don't understand like honestly like outside of the last part what are they doing most of the time well okay we're talking about the effects like yeah the first fight scene like on new asgard when thor wears his helmet and jane wears a helmet oh my god that looks terrible it looks like they were just plastered on their faces in adobe photoshop it looked not great um the fights, in my opinion, were just so dull and not that well choreographed. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. I was just like, whatever, this is an action scene. Let's continue. When, when they played, um, what's the iconic song in the trailer? Sweet, no, I don't. Sweet Child of Mine. 
that one yeah i couldn't think of it for a second there i mean when like they use that song i was a fan i was like oh this is a perfect time to use the song yeah but i don't have a whole lot of like great positives and i don't have a lot of like major negatives my major major negative of this movie it's like the pacing is so just off-putting and it's boggling to me because it starts out where christian bay where gore kills Paul Giamatti's God. And then like the story sort of unravels and we see what Thor has been doing and everything. And then Jane, we catch up with her and she becomes the mighty Thor, which her character was fine. I think Natalie Portman does a fine job returning to the character after 10 years. Yeah. Um, Shout out. She did it. I never, I never would have thought I'd ever seen Natalie Portman back in the MCU. Yeah. And I think again, it's because Taika Waititi sold her on coming back on Christian Bale. Cause that's why Christian Bale came back as well. Um, came back he showed up for the first time i haven't i would have never no, guessed. He, he came he came back to superhero movies because oh, he said yeah, after yeah. the dark knight rises he would never come back and then yeah, now did. he did so it's like wow shout out but um it like sort of unravels and we're building up and we go meet zeus at whatever place where all the gods are and then we get our first fight between gore and uh thor the mighty thor and valkyrie and korg which korg was i couldn't stand korg in this movie honestly um he's all right he was a lightning in the bottle in the first and even in endgame like little he was barely in endgame but like he he was really funny in the first in ragnarok and this he just really wasn't in my opinion i just couldn't stand some of the things he's saying but that first fight where they're in the shadow realm they get their butts kicked and it was really cool. Like I love that it was just black and white. I wish that that was the final fight. I wish that was the one and only fight between them yeah. because they get their butts kicked in. They go back to earth and like literally five to 10 minutes of like screen time goes by and then they go back to fight him again. Yeah. Not a whole lot. Not a lot happens in between the first fight and the second fight. No, like Jane is like, you better come back to me. And Thor's like, I'll come back to you. And Valkyrie's like, Val- the Valkyrie or whatever. She's like, my bones are broken. I can't come help you. And Korg is like, I'm just a face. So this is going to be down to you. Thor goes. Jane is like, just kidding. I'm coming to help you. They fight. They win. Jane dies. Gore gets his wish. His daughter comes back. It's just like, so much was happening all at once. Yeah. Um, I did. I, I'll tell you what I did like the scene in the end when all the kids got the power of being Thor for a little bit. I thought that was pretty cute. I didn't. I, 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 I started, just... I started laughing when the little girl was holding the, the, the doll and the oh. laser was coming out of its eyes. She's like, ah! I, st- I started laughing at that. That was pretty funny. It was funny, but again, I don't know if I'm being too harsh on the movie now. Like I, I feel like I might be, but I feel like Thor's character would be wiser to not endanger those kids in front of Gore and like fighting against those shadow monsters. Shoot. You do kind of make a good point there. Like, I feel like he would be smarter to be like, I'm not going to try to endanger you kids. Also, this might just be me as well. Again, I feel like they don't know how to use Thor's abilities and like where to max out his power. Because if you look at Thor and like infinity war and even in Ragnarok at points, he is clobbering dudes like he is 
clobbering. He's flying through Thanos's ships in Infinity War. Like he is destroying like the ships that are landed in Wakanda. And in this, he's struggling to fight some spiders that are made from shadows. Yeah, I now that you say this, I remember like an Infinity War when he lands in Wakanda and he like they were screwed up until he shows up and then he just starts molly whopping. Yeah, he levels the playing field. Like they completely dominated the fight then. Yeah. And Thor would he probably could have clapped Thanos if he was fighting on Titan. Yeah. If, if Thor was on Titan, they would have beaten Thanos. Oh, 100%. And he just like took his time and oh, he didn't go for the head. Yeah, we know. Okay. And if people are mad at Thor's character arc in Endgame, oh, he's a joke, he's fat, blah blah. I like it. It makes sense. I I'm a fan of that. But uh, they just don't know where to cap Thor's power at because it changes so much from movie to movie. Well, I mean, it doesn't help that he's a fictional character with crazy ultra abilities that it's kind of hard to like put a meter no, on. No, I know, but I don't know the limited time that we've seen Captain Marvel. They're like, we're just going to make her ungodly overpowered. And in the two movies she's been in, they've kind of stuck to that so far. So yeah, I just would prefer of- a little consistency. Yeah, she kind of went bananas. Yeah, and I'm so glad that Thanos just clapped her with the Power Stone, just punched her into next year. Yeah, yeah. That was that scene was sick. Thanos was. I just like not. You and I were kind of. I was telling you about this. We were talking about this earlier. Like, there's so much. Like, I'm so oversaturated with like Marvel content right now. That like I just look back on the Infinity Saga and I'm like, the fact that they made that and it would I came, it. Out of, I came out of every movie like I cannot wait for the next one. At this point, I'm like, dude, I don't even care. Like, I can I don't, wait like, for the next one. <laughs> like I can wait for like it's Black Panther two. I'll go see that. Like I will go see Black Panther two. I I'm very curious to see how they follow up. Like I'm very very interested to see how they'll follow up with the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman. I, oh my god and after reading secret wars i'm like oh my god did we need a with black panther be great i know if black panther the, got to wear the infinity gauntlet, like if chadwick boseman got to wear the infinity gauntlet in a secret oh. war story now ch- who, the i don't know what the shuri's actress name is if she wears it she might do great as the assuming she's taking on the mantle of black panther which i have no issue with but i mean there's that iconic panel in the secret wars 2015 story where he's walking out of the portal and he has the gauntlet on and name wars right behind him. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry. I was just looking at that. Da, 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 da. But here's what I was going to say then. Cause Marvel is still doing the same things that they were doing in the infinity saga. And I've seen this and this is something that I share as well. Like they're not taking any risks now. And I think they need to stop being so first off the disney plus shows aren't helping at all i think no there's so many disney plus shows that like literally don't i don't care about yeah like i get like the development of characters and everything but i would i would rather just see them as movies honestly at this point that's just me but i get they could pump it out easier whatever it happens stupid six episode format that sucks in everything i've there's been no good six episode series we just talked about this recently but continue yeah well loki but loki was a really good six episode yeah, loki. series okay outside of loki yeah 
but I've been seeing people say this and I would agree with it, that they need to stop doing one and dones with their villains. Like if they did like a trilogy with the same villain or like two movies with the same villain, three movies where like you develop them, like, especially if you're doing something with Thor where it's like, we already know Thor's established character and like, you're not reintroducing someone like do gore, but extend gore out. Yeah. And Um, you can't now. I I see. I have no issue with what they did with gore at the end of this movie. Like, I I, I don't don't either, but I think that they, it becomes stale because you're just like good guy defeats bad guy. Yeah, it's true. Um, Marvel do really have a villain problem. And I I guess like this kind of, I don't really have a whole lot else to say in the movie. It's, it's a, if I were to like give a quick, review summary real quick it's a fun movie to watch if you're like if you're not super invested in the mcu i know some people are going to disagree like my friend riley maybe may or may not be listening to this episode because he texted me told me he loved it he's a huge mcu fan um but like i don't know it's so this my opinion is like if you're not crazy invested in the mcu like the future of it you'll have a blast with this movie it's funny it it checks a lot of boxes for how like movie going like let's just be honest it does it's funny um it's got some nice moments it's got action it's everything you kind of want in a summer movie that being said if you're interested in the development of the MCU it leaves so much to be desired um but yeah i think it, i think it just falls flat i i'm amazed people think that this is better than ragnarok honestly i think ragnarok is a better cohesive story and i think ragnarok is way more fun than this i think this movie is trying to be too much fun yeah ragnarok's more fun it's also just the story is just more bad. engaging and yeah his character arc and that is much better than this i feel like and also it has loki which is kind of a trump card because they get to play the brother card with him yeah i mean he's showing up left and right everywhere so it's like whatever and but, but, and then but then again but then again the end credit scene of Thor Ragnarok leads you right into Infinity War. Yeah, when the, that end credit scene showed up, everyone was like, "Dang, I cannot wait for Infinity War now!" And it didn't come out for another like six months, so seven months. Let's talk about the end mid credit scene because I didn't stay for the end credit scene. I was so ticked after the mid credit scene. That yeah, so many Marvel fans were freaking out oh my god i also time out wait they made an o-r-g-y joke they the did movie. they and did I was make... like i was like that's kind yeah. of an adult theme to make it in like a kid's yeah. movie kind of yeah they did make that o-r-g-y joke in the movie i was like i was like in my head i was like i mean okay but at first it was so funny. weird it was funny at first, and then they made the joke again. Just in case you missed it the first time, here's the second time of the joke. It's like, okay, this you made it not funny anymore. Congrats. You killed the joke. Yeah. The boys did it better, so. The boys did. Don't watch that. Nope, do not kids. watch that, kids. Do not watch that. That is not. Nope, not for kids. Um, but the I'm mid- just imagining kids asking their parents, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, that'll be a fun conversation. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How do you how do you describe? Oh, I'm not whatever. Lots of moving love. On. Moving on. Um, 
mid credit scene. I was expecting something to set up the rest of the MCU, and I guess it kind of did, but it was. I heard people are going crazy over this mid credit scene. Zeus is alive, talking to somebody, and then it's Hercules. He's like, I will avenge you, father, or I will make you proud. I'm like, this is the dumbest mid credit scene I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was just like everyone worships superheroes now and not gods anymore. It's time to kill Thor. And Hercules, who is played by the guy who is in Ted Lasso. What's the actor's name who was in Ted Lasso? I was ever watched. Have you watched Ted Lasso? No. I've not either. So I don't know. I'll tell you though. It's a, he's a big name actor, I guess. I don't know. I'll tell you in just a minute here. But like right when I thought the mid credits were Goldstein. Right when I thought the after credit scenes couldn't get as bad as they did in Doctor Strange 2, they doubled down and got worse with the stupid Hercules. I'm like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, I didn't care. I wish that the mid credit scene or the post credits. Well, the post credit scene was Jane getting to Valhalla, which was fine. They only mentioned Val- Valhalla a billion times in the movie. So I left. I was like, I'm, I don't want to sit and wait for it. Was it, it was it nice? Maybe I'll just watch it on it, YouTube. It was interesting. I mean, she sees Heimdall and Heimdall's like, thank you for looking after my son. Welcome to Valhalla. All the gods are here. And then that was that. So that's I mean, sweet. good for her. It was cool. Right? I'm sure this isn't the last time we'll see her, but um, I was hoping that the mid credit scene was going to introduce, and I guess it, this character is somehow tied with Hercules, but I was hoping that we would just see beta Ray bill. Cause I, yeah. I want to see beta Ray bill at some point. Beta Ray bill is pretty cool. Well, didn't they like kind of introduce him in Ragnarok? I don't know. You maybe there's probably like, Easter egg there. He's right there. And I don't remember. I haven't seen Ragnarok the entire movie in such a long time. So um, I just wish I would have rather seen that. I, it was like the mid credit scene was like five seconds long, not five. It was like 30 seconds long, but it just was so dull in my opinion. Yeah, definitely not one of my favorites. My issue with that. And like Marvel has like a real, like I've realized recently they have a, huge issue with like fan service and like cameo and like ah look at this right here look right here right here look at this is who you wanted this is what you want but like i i I compare phase four to phase one phase one had a through line set up from the incredible hulk because people forget the incredible hulk kind of start it was the first one no iron man oh incredible hulk came whatever came out after whatever same shut up same thing um avengers initiative right from the get like we know where we're headed Mm -hmm. i have no clue where we're headed like and that's what you got like incredible hulk tony stark comes in hey we're talking about the avengers initiative yada 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 move on what's the next one captain america he's with nick fury something something something. so he's clearly getting set up like they you know where we're headed for the avengers you know that's where we're headed i have no clue what we're doing in phase four right now i have zero idea what we're doing yeah, at some point we're going to see Thunderbolts and potentially Avengers 5, but it's like I don't even know who's going to be in the Avengers 5 roster at this point now. Like Thor is way out doing his own thing. Doctor Strange is way Avenger. doing our own thing. Yeah, Doctor Strange isn't really an Avenger. He just helps out. He's just there by default. Um, yeah. So uh, it, it's – I don't know. It's – this Phase 4 – because Phase 4 is done now. Um, Thor 4 is was it? the end of it. Yeah, Thor 4 was the end of Phase 4. So, I mean, Phase 4 interview is kind of just like a mess. 
Wikipedia has Black Panther 2, Ant-Man 3, Guardians 3, the Marvels, and Fantastic Four part of Phase 4. Uh, if you look at the announcement that Kevin Feige made at uh, San Diego Comic-Con three years ago, I believe it was all the way up until Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, okay. Well, TBD, because Comic-Con's in two weeks, so we'll see what Marvel, I feel like, is going to go ham. Because they haven't, because we know the movies that are coming out now. Um, and Kevin has said recently that he's come out and said, if you don't know where the story is going yet, they're going to make like a big announcement to like give a better roadmap to fans. Which, like, obviously, it seems like it's building to Secret Wars with like the multiverse, but it's just going to take another 10 years. <laughs> We were talking about it. It's like, I'm going to be 33 by the time they come out with Secret Wars. At least. Yeah, uh, at, at this point, like, if it's not done after the next 10 years, I can't keep doing this, man. No, because I feel like the quality is going to go down. Because, like, at some point, going down. at some point, dude, Kevin Feige is going to walk out of Disney over creative differences with, because creative differences with the, the, up, the big up tops. Um, my computer browser just changed colors. I don't know why it changed to purple, but that was weird. I'm going to continue. Um, <laughs> he's going to walk out and it's going to be a mess. It is going to be a mess. Without I don't Kevin think they will. I think he'll end it the way he wants to. And I if hope. he doesn't, then I'd, I'd be surprised, but we'll see when that day comes. But because at some point you have to end it. Like you can't just keep, you can't just keep making these stories. Yeah. Like you can, but you don't need to. The difference between comic books is like, you can do anything in a comic book. You can't do anything in a movie. Well, see the thing is like when you're talking about secret wars, who, who's the biggest characters in secret wars, name the two biggest characters. Will, who are they? Mr. Fantastic and Dr. Doom. They have not showed up yet, and they don't even have a director for the Fantastic Four. Yeah, they don't. They don't even have actors announced for who's in the Fantastic Four or a director. uh, Or a release date. Nope, they got nothing. They got squat. We have more for Blade. We'll see if we get an announcement for that this week or this next week. Hopefully. I I hope we get more news on this Captain America movie with Sam Wilson. Yeah, because I might have heard that it might just be a season two, but I'd rather see a movie. It's, he does. Anthony Mackie deserves a movie. That we do, and like honestly, just in general, like we need a black Captain America movie. Like yeah. it needs to happen. Like it not because like oh Disney's pushing a woke agenda. It's like no, no they're not. Stanley, they've done this. Like Captain America has been Sam Wilson, and he has. He is black. Spoiler alert! And they've done this yeah. in the comics. This is this has happened. This is in publication. This has been a thing. Now I'll have some issues though, like when I see him going toe to toe with someone, and I'm like, that's a regular human with no super soldier serum in him. And yeah, but he got the he's got the rocket boosters on. It's fine. Don't worry about it. He's got oh the yeah, he'll take a punch from Thanos and be fine. Yeah, no, that was pretty. He, cool. His bones would get crushed, dude. The fact that like Cap was just going toe to toe with Thanos's army just at the end. That's sick. So baller. He's just like getting up. He's got a busted shield and Mjolnir and he's just running for it. It was baller. 
but yeah, I mean, I I would imagine that the story's building to Secret Wars at some point, but yeah, like he said, I mean, if you've read this Secret Wars 2015, I should say the re- the most recent one. Um I don't know when they're going to start like actually building to it. I think they have to set up the multiverse first, which makes sense because you can't just sort of go into Secret Wars without building a multiverse, but I want to see Reed Richards at some... Reed Richards in Earth 616, I should say. I want to see real Reed. I don't want to see Jim from The Office Reed Richards. It. Uh, I wouldn't have an issue as long as if... I, I'd have to see, because he didn't get enough dialogue or stuff to do in Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. Like, after reading Secret Wars, I buy John Krasinski's Mr. Fantastic less and less. It, yeah it really just depends i i'm curious to see who they actually cast because i want uh nikolai coster waldo to play dr doom you please tell that to people please what is he known for because i know who he, he is plays, but... he plays jamie lannister in game of thrones yeah he would be a great victor von he'd, doom he'd be a phenomenal one but even so would uh michael fassbender in my opinion they're not they, they can't they're not gonna reuse michael fassbender as and I want him back. They did. They did Chris Evans as Captain America. So you know you can't close any doors. I want him back as Magneto, though. I I would too. But I also th- I've seen him as Magneto already, and he was phenomenal. I would be open to taking him as a new character. And I think Doctor Doom, he would be pretty freaking great as Doctor Doom. Michael Fassbender could pretty much. He could even. No, nah, he couldn't be Reed Richards. Uh, it depends on the beard he can grow. I I want to see Reed- some gray. Do we need to have, does Reed Richards always need to have a beard? Well, when he gets to peak Reed Richards, yeah. Well, yeah, but we're not, we don't start at peak Reed Richards. No, I know. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe Miles Teller will play Reed Richards. Oh, that God, was the worst casting. That was a terrible casting. He's a great, Miles Teller is a great actor, but. I have no issue with him being, him as an actor. I have an issue with him being cast as the smartest fantastic. man. Yeah. Smartest man in the universe same guy and I, I have so much concern because this is we were sort of talking about it earlier with gore and the effects and everything and makeup uh and prosthetics and everything the the fantastic four movies from 2004 those movies are great and uh the thing ben i Grimm. love because ben Grimm. thank you i forgot his name for a second there he's Thanks, literally yeah. in a he's in like a rock costume and yeah. it's practical and it looks so corny, goofy, but I love it because I buy that. And I bought recent, it as a kid and I, that means I can buy it now. Yeah. It, it, it's cool. Like it's, I prefer it to be real instead of the CGI rock monster that was in the fan four stick movie. And I'm afraid now when they introduce the fantastic four in the MCU that they're going to do a CGI Ben Grimm. Dude, guess what the... Guess what the Rotten Tomatoes score of the 2005 Fantastic Four movie is? Uh, it's probably like 40%. It is 28. Yeah, I like that movie. Guess what the audience score is? 90. 40, 45. I, old, when we said last week, this is the greatest, one of the great, it was a great movie. This is, clearly we saw this as kids. I, you know what? I'm okay with that though. I like the Fantastic Four movie from that time period. I think it's a fun movie. 
we need to rewatch them. God, Rise of the Silver. Well, Rise of the Silver Surfer does better than the our first one. We can rewatch those movies when things slow down here because we're talking about the Fantastic Four. I love the Fantastic Four movies though from that time period. I think they're great. <laughs> I'm just looking at the cast list. So they have Chris Evans as Human Torch, Jessica Alba, Susan Storm, Michael Chick Chicklis as Ben Grimm. Ian Grufford as Reed Richards, Julian McMahon as Doctor Doom. That was the Reed Richards and Doctor Doom casting. They did no, this right. They did the Reed this Richards right. casting for what's the actor's name? Ian e- Grufford. Yeah, he looks like Reed Richards. I don't think you could have a better casting for someone who like like they cast him and he looked like the one from the comics. The comics now are sort of like making their characters look like the actors who play them, but yeah. no, he looked like the character. Yeah. And the guy that cast as Victor Von Doom wasn't even bad either. No. Let's see. How old is he? How do you say his name? He is 48. Ah, is he too old? Bring him back. I'm sorry. I'm looking at pictures of, um, the thing from the 2004 fantastic four. And I love, I love that it's makeup and uh, like practical. And then I'm looking at the CGI one and I'm like, this is dumb. It's just a big CGI rock monster. Yeah. It's just, Hey, listen, what, hold up. Yeah. They actually have not done a good fantastic four movie. Um, cause I want to see. No, 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 no. I still did those ones back in the day are good. Okay. Yeah like for us but i'm just thinking um i want to look at like critically all of the fantastic four movies have bombed oh my god nine percent for the 2015 one holy crap yeah no the 2015 one kind of blows chunks this is the lowest rated movie i think i've ever seen on rotten tomatoes ah it's bad that we've just looked up nine percent tomato meter 18 percent audience score holy crap michael b jordan was in that movie wow they got it yeah he played uh, the human torch wow the the thing really is just a big pile of naked rocks but um yeah he has a big pile of naked rocks uh we're like veering way off topic yeah we are sorry talked about the fantastic four for a minute because again because I, this is what i'm the most excited for and i have no issue with like talking about the developed characters that we already have in marvel with dr strange spider-man because spider-man no way home was easily the best project of phase four. Oh, not even follows close. it no way home is great i love it and it is a multiverse story but it's also a very well self-contained tom holland peter parker story it's paced well too the i yeah. i I look back more the more the more of these movies I'm seeing I'm like Spider-Man three was or No Way Home. I don't want to confuse it with the old Spider-Man three. No Way Home was really really good. Yeah, it is it was really good. And I think when I was reviewing it, I was still a little just MCU's fatigue salty. But looking back, that movie's aging really well. Yeah, I, I love that movie, and I'm fine with the developed characters that we already have. But like. I'm ready to get into some new characters and see their iterations of them for the first time in the MCU. Well, and like, sorry, we continue. haven't seen the, we were three years away now from it being 10 years since the fan, since we've seen a fantastic four iteration and 
in my opinion, it's been almost nearly 20 years since we've seen a good iteration of them. <laughs> yeah. So like it's been quite some time and we're well overdue because the fantastic four is back in the golden age of comics. They were the most iconic superheroes. And for some reason we're still, and look, I'm all for taking your time on things, but I don't know. I think they're taking a little too much time on it and I'm afraid that they're overthinking it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I can't claim I would ever be able to write. You could write superhero, a superhero like story saga. Me? I don't know enough about it to write one. Um, I can maybe I, yeah. write a Batman one. That's about it. You could do a lot more than you're this is much more your arena than mine. Um, well, it's tough because we just don't know where it's going. Like, if they're going to build uh, an Illuminati in the MCU and, like, what the characters are that they're going to use. Because the, the Illuminati in the comics, they're blowing universes up left and right just so theirs can stay alive. Like, they're so freaking cool. Well, who's so they have in the original Illuminati, it's Doctor Strange. Black Panther, Reed Richards, Charles Xavier, Namor, and shoot, uh, who else? Who am I missing? Iron Man. Iron, duh, duh, Iron Man. That's it, right? It's just six. Yeah. Because each of them get an Infinity Stone. Oh, do they really? In the comics, they do. Wow, that's pretty cool. And some swap out places for others. Like I think when Charles Xavier died, Beast took over. It's pretty baller. Yeah. Which I think that's a fitting oh, replacement. Yeah. What are they going to send it? They can't send Scott Summers in. Yeah. Scott's an idiot. Scott's a hothead. Scott Literally. is a hothead. So, uh, I mean, it's phase four has just been very muddy in my opinion like it's been very muddy and confusing on where it's going and where it's building to because even at the end of phase five i still don't think we're going to get avengers five which is fine we don't need to like an avengers team up but like even like a thunderbolts movie yeah there's not a lot of connecting between properties right now which kind of doesn't make sense because like that's what marvel's known for is connecting like we see all these new characters like shang chi like if shang chi showed up in a post-credit scene for like doctor strange 2 or thor 4 i'd be more inclined to go back and watch the movie after you saying it's a pretty it's probably the second best movie of phase four i will go back and watch it at some point i just don't know when i'm gonna have the time to do that mm-hmm. um but like they need like that's the thing what they did in the first phase like they were connecting all the characters were showing up in each other's stories at certain points just because it made like it made sense for the story, but like we're kind of got a bunch of one-offs right now. We have a bunch of other random crap TV shows underneath them that aren't connecting right now. Yeah. And that's what makes Chung Chi's um mid credit scene very interesting because it introduced like sorry, spoilers for you. But I- um it it involves other characters. Like it involves Wong, it involves Dr. Banner, it involves Captain Marvel. So Is it like, really all of them? Yeah, they're all in the scene. I mean, obviously they weren't in the same room when they filmed their scenes, but yeah. And it's not Professor Hulk; it's Doctor Banner. Somehow he's not Professor Hulk anymore. So that I don't was know. that was a kind of a whiff. Yeah, I don't know. It happens. I mean, he's still wearing his cast as Bruce. So Shoot. and She Hulk comes out uh, in like a month. Here, I'm just excited to see Tim Roth back. But Tim Roth, baby. 
and potentially if Matt Murdock is in the series because he's rumored to be. So we'll see. Yeah, that guy's he's he's long overdue to show up again, and he's wearing his comic accurate yellow costume. So, ooh, it'll be fun to see. I have a feeling that it's better on paper and not good on screen. So, yeah, the yellow costume I was gonna say it's like kind of like Wolverine's costume. There's a reason he didn't put it on ever. Yeah, and all of the they did. We were just talking about X Men before we started filming. They put out X Men movies literally from 2000 up until 2020. Like it was every however many years we were getting X Men like, movies. It was like no more than like four or five years. Yeah, I think the max we saw apart was three years, and that was the first three X Men movies that came out, or four, because the fourth one was Origins Wolverine, and then after that is like two or one year or the same year. Yeah, X Men were on a good run there. I don't know though. Yeah, Phase Four has just been very muddy, and so at the end of the Thor Four movie it said thor will return and i'm like that's cool i'm excited to see thor return like i have no issue watching another thor movie but it's just because the, they used to say in whatever movie because like mm. Thanos will return in avengers what no they would just say they'll return oh they would yeah. say this character will return sometimes they would say in a movie but like they will say they would say this character will return so i always get excited seeing that and they might have said that in the other marvel movies but like I, this one kind of stuck with me more because I was like, I'm interested to see where they go with Thor and his adopted daughter now. But that again, cool. it is cool, but I just don't know where any of this is going. We'll see. They, they, we got Comic Con in two weeks. It'll hopefully it'll clear stuff up. I'm sick. Of I know. I I feel like I can't wait. Well, I can't wait to hear. Oh, they revealed all this footage, and I'm going to be at home. Like, great. I'm going to have to imagine it in my head. Yeah. I, uh, or wait for someone to be clutch and record it. Yeah, put it on Reddit. That'd be great. Um, yeah, I'm kind of sick of being a downer on this podcast, but we need like, I mean, I will rave to anybody about For All Mankind. I'm catching up on it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in their third season. I'm finishing up season two right now. But I I'll rave about Attack on Titan too. So yeah, I need stuff to rave about. But I mean, I'm just, I feel like I've been saying this a lot with Marvel and Star Wars and like, I'm kind of getting sick of saying it now, but I'm tired of saying I'm excited for this and I want the things that I'm saying I'm excited for to finally deliver to like what I'm like hoping for at least. So I mean, Batman did. Yeah. The the Batman though. Yeah. The Batman did. Oh God. If the Batman was a disappointment, I would have given up on life. I would, I would have been like. I would not have gone to see Doctor Strange. I, I think I would have stopped watching Marvel. I think I would have stopped going to Marvel movies. I'm like, listen, I know if this movie isn't going to deliver, none of these other ones are going to deliver. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's a machine. They're pumping out the movies. It's all a machine, partner. I mean, Thor 4, it's a great first draft. I'm excited to see what's to come still. Yeah, I said when the trailer for Black Adam played, I was like, this movie's going to be so mid. <laughs> I'm excited to see Avatar 2 just for the visuals. Everything else, I hope the movie sucks. I hope it's a terrible movie. It's not going to be. It's going to be freaking great. I'm excited for that one. I hope James Cameron just eats one because I'm like, screw you, dude. Dude, he's that movie looks so beautiful. It's ridiculous how beautiful the new Avatar movie looks. Visually, it looks great. I just hope the story blows chunks. I'll tell you what. The movies I've, I've enjoyed most this year, number one, The Batman. Number two might be Top Gun Maverick. It is definitely Top Gun Maverick. I I love that movie. It's so good. 
Yeah, I'm sure if I saw it, it'd probably be my number two movie this year. I don't know any other movies that I've seen this year. Oh, dude, it's Batman is number one. I'm I'm trying. I mean, I know other movies I've seen this year, but I I have to expand my movies outside of just like I gotta watch The Northman. I hear that movie's fantastic. Yeah, I have to expand my movies outside of just like superhero movies for this year because those are the only yeah. movies I've seen this year. I try to at the end of the year, but well, there have been a lot of like superhero movies coming out this year, like. Yeah, we're at this is like the third or fourth one, so yeah, it's insane. Like I, kind of, I need a breathe. Uh, I want to watch the Northman. I want to see what that's all about. I hear, I've heard, I've heard only good things coming out of that movie. Um, yeah, Top Gun two, dude. Holy Moses, that's a that's a ride in an airplane. Um, <laughs> good one. Yeah, I, I don't know. Thor four is just kind of there in my opinion. Uh, where does it rank? I feel like the more movies that are coming out, they're getting in the bottom half of the MCU movies. Yeah, it's just filling in, just filling down low. Yeah, at some point, we'll, Let's we see, might we might yeah redo our Marvel movie list here. See how we feel like a year later after some of them. I'm gonna look at my MCU ranking where I where I can feel like I can put it. Where did I put Doctor Strange 2? I put Doctor Strange 2 below Iron Man 2 at number 21. I put it above Thor, Thor 2, Captain Marvel, and Ant-Man 2 is at 25. Okay, I haven't is Ant-Man seen 2 your least favorite? I haven't seen Ant-Man 2. I have to put that in the haven't seen list. <laughs> I have Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Black Widow in my haven't seen list. Ant-Man 2. Wait, no, Bro. I did see Ant-Man 2, didn't I? No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Bro, Eternals sucks. Eternal so, yeah. sucks so much. I don't want to. I don't want to waste my time watching that. Then no, um, I want you to watch it though. Did I like Thor four better than Doctor Strange two? Dude, I don't know. That one scene with Charles Xavier was really good. It's, both those movies are kind of just tied for me, at like six and a half. Do I like? I give this I a six like, and a half out of ten. Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't know. I definitely don't like this more than Iron Man two. I'll tell you that right now. I definitely don't. It's literally, do I like this more than Doctor Strange 2 or not? Uh, Oh my god, if I rank this below Doctor Strange 2, I have three Thor movies in my, below 21. Which is weird, because like, this movie is better than those other Thor movies, but it feels weird that they're like on the same level too. Oh shoot, do I like this more than, I don't think I, I gotta rewatch, I don't know. I might put it above Doctor Strange 2 right now, just for now. Yeah, and once the, uh, I mean, we could even rank, sprinkling the X-Men and Fantastic. We're going to review the Fantastic Four movies here in like the next month and a half because I really want to rewatch them and talk about them again. I find out if they're actually God, God, I love the Fantastic Four movies so much the more I think about them. You're like dad with the X-Men. Dad's just like, I love the X-Men. You're like, I love the Fantastic Four movies. I love that like Ben Grimm in the first one was like just gonna go propose to his fiance as a big rock monster and she was like ew then he dropped causes a fire truck to like crash on a bridge like I those movies are hilarious they're great wasn't Jessica like I feel like Jessica Alba ended up like naked at like three different points in that movie just like having to turn invisible and it's probably because who is directing these movies before I make these statements and get them a, like like <laughs> it was early 2000s movie making where it's like seriously dude we yeah. kind of see what you're doing right now 
Yeah. Yeah, but it was just ridiculous. Who who directed that? Tim Story. I don't know who Tim Story is. He made the Ride Along movies and the Fantastic Four movies. Okay, don't know him from anywhere. Ride Along. Yeah, no, I just I don't know. Fantastic Four movies. We'll we'll have to watch those again. I just want uh, to see that Reed Richards guy. I I'm glad that he wasn't in Doctor Strange too, because I would have been afraid if they killed him. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want. I feel like, and if they do the Secret Wars story, I would love to see him. Not as the main six one six Reed Richards, but it'd be fun to see him as the maker, as yeah, the, the op, as the ultimate, as the ultimate universe. It'd be, I mean, he doesn't need to play the same one from like the old Fantastic Four movies, but if he just plays Reed again, it'd be fun to see. Yeah, dude, all, dude, ultimate Reed Richards is evil. Yeah, it's basically Reed if he didn't have any empathy or human emotions for other people. Yeah, he was evil. If, if he stayed a scientist. Yeah. And Maybe not a husband dad. and a father. Yeah. yeah. The Secret Wars 2015 story is great. I love that. I love that. It yeah. ends with him. He's just like, we're not superheroes anymore. We're taking a break. Yeah. And Victor Von Doom has his face back. Good for him. Yeah. Every Nobody dies. Everybody lives. It's honestly the perfect movie for... Um... Oh, that's not true. Thanos died. Well, no. Oh, yeah, Thanos did. Well, when Reed created the new universe. Stephen Strange died. What are you talking about? No, when they create when Reed created the new universe. Oh, yeah, I guess nobody died. Yeah. Did Stephen Strange come back or was he still dead? I don't remember what happened after. I think he did come back. I I just finished reading. Because the the point of it is like the point of it. That's you're still listening whatever but (laughs) the point of that was like it's to show the difference of how von doom and reed would create universes yeah where reed is like nobody dies like everybody lives and victor von doom is like worship me i'm your god yeah man it's sick i mean they're two polar opposites and yet two sides of the same coin god emperor doom i i love it but i don't know phase four muddy I am very excited to see next week what the announcements are because I'm excited for a Deadpool three announcement too. Yeah. I'd watch an, I'd watch like five Deadpool movies, 10 Deadpool movies. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's fun. I know what I'm getting out of Deadpool. I know what I'm going in for with Deadpool. Yeah. Like I know I'm going in for like just a fun ride. Yeah. But that's the episode. Marvel feels like they're in a creative drought in my opinion. Who knows? Maybe we'll get hazed for this episode. Maybe not. But if you like what you heard, find us on social media. All of our links are in the description. And uh, other than that, will you Ring got anything bell. else? What's up? Ring that bell. Ring that bell, baby. Alrighty. Otherwise, then. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.